Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Zane Quibido podcast. I'm your host, Zane Quibido, and I'm here to, one, help you understand the Bible in an understandable, logical, and applicable way. Number two, to hear my story and process from being an introvert to an influence. And three, to present the Bible in a fun, deep, and exciting way that, can, that you can feel confident enough to share Jesus with others. So with that in mind, Let's get started. Um, so I have a new, uh, so, so so I have some I have some new news. You could say, you know, I have a news alert. Uh, first off, I have a Google Doc, um, which is linked in the description below of the notes that you need for this uh, episode, uh, as well as a bunch of quotes that I use in the lengthened episode. So you can actually just uh, click on that link, go to the Google Google Doc, download it, and uh, take notes on it. Uh, print it out, you know, do whatever you want with it. And so there's that for free. There you go. Um, number two, I have a buy me a coffee account uh, or buy me a coffee account, which is linked in the description below as well. Um, that way, if you like what I'm doing, if you want to support this uh, channel, if you want to support this uh, ministry, you could say um, you can actually donate uh, $5 or more uh, in order just to kind of help financially uh, with what I'm doing. Lastly, um, I am also doing a quick scope and a full length episode. That way, uh, for those who are just kind of on the road and you have like a 20 minute, um, you, you have like 15, 20 minutes, I got you. If you have 30 minutes to two hours, I got you. <laughs> so I'm going to be releasing um, a quick scope or a short version of my episode, and then I'll have a uh, lengthened episode as well. That way, both parties can get a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and yeah, and and you have the notes. So there you go. And then that uh, that buy me a coffee thing is linked in the account. The Google Doc is also there. Um, so yeah, and if you want to email me about it, or if you can't get to it, uh, just email me at Zanquibido, uh podcast at gmail.com. And, and, and we'll figure it out. So, uh, so let's dive right in. So my ultimate goal, uh, has been to show you a chapter of Psalm in order to reveal some of the foundational qualities of a godly man for the security of a man's home hinges on the size, stability, and strength of his foundation. And the speed of a man's downfall is the unawareness of himself and the neglect of his foundation. My goal for this episode specifically is to show where I believe what we often see in revival, uh, what happens in us, in him, uh, or like God, and in others. Number two, a pattern of to whom and how our world revolves now in revival, uh, with a bonus point about the personality of prayer, which is um, really interesting. And then uh, lastly, Number three, the truths that we can hold on to while we share the gospel of Jesus. So um, let's let's get into it. So uh, the first thing I want to do is define two big words that will be used in this episode, which is revival and gospel. Now, I won't have the margin in this episode to go fully into each one, but you'll have enough understanding of them to go into this episode. So Robert Coleman um, defines revival as the awakening or quickening of God's people to their true nature and purpose. And then Charles Finney states, 
the return of the church from her backslidings and the conversion of sinners. What I'd like to make a point is majority of the time revival usually happens in groups. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, the next definition, so you had, that was revival. And then the gospel, simply the good news, which is the good news about Jesus Christ. And again, in the length of episode, I really like, I define those very well. Or, you know, from other uh, sites, you could say. Uh, so now let's get into the scripture. Okay. So we have revival defined and the gospel defined. Or we know what we're talking about. So I'm going to read Psalm 25. And we're going to break it down into three categories. So here we go. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me. For the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Who is the man who fears the Lord? Him will he instruct in the way that he should choose. His soul shall abide in well-being and his offspring shall inherit the land. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him, and he makes known to them his covenant. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Consider my affliction and my trouble and forgive all my sins. Consider how many are my foes and with what violent hatred they hate me. O oh, guard my soul and deliver me. Let me not be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Redeem Israel, O oh God, out of all his troubles. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to break this down into three categories uh, when it comes to seeing revival happen while using this chapter. Um, the first category is what we often see in revival, in us, in God, and in others. Number two, a pattern of to whom and how our world revolves now, with a bonus point about the personality of prayer. And then lastly, number three, the truths that we can hold on to while we share the gospel of Jesus. So, the first category. Here's what comes often in revival. This is 15 points, okay? Okay. Um, there's like 20 something in the lengthened. So, uh, number one, we are trusting in God. We are being led by him. We are waiting on him. And, and, and you'll see this, like we're trusting in God, not man. We're being led by him, not man. We're, we're waiting on God, not man. Um, 
We are remembering the eternal being and character of God. We are repentant. We are clinging to steadfast love and faithfulness, walking in steadfast love and faithfulness, and giving steadfast love and faithfulness, which comes from fearing God. Number seven, we keep his covenant and his testimonies, not man's. Uh, Things are done for God's namesake and for his praise, not man's praise or not man's uh, namesake. We are abiding in him. And I actually describe abiding, I think, in the uh, Respect and Revere episode. Um, number 10, our eyes are toward God, you know, kind of like eyes on the prize. Uh, you know, like our eyes are not toward man, uh, as you see in the Rescued episode. Uh, letting, uh, letting God consider what he can consider because he alone can help. Number 12, you going to get in trouble. Okay, when it comes to revival, you're more than likely going to get in trouble. Uh, John 16:33 is one of the few um, references I'm going to be using just because I want to like show in Psalm 25. And you'll also see in like the New Testament, all of these things um, play out and in church history. So John 16:33, Jesus says, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart for I have overcome the world. Here's the thing. We will experience more than likely when it comes to bringing revival, uh, loneliness, affliction, troubles in our heart, distresses, affliction, again, more troubles, (laughs) uh, sins, foes, uh, violent hatred aimed at us. Um, Because here's the thing. Revival is not playing patty cake. Uh, It's not like a a low risk kind of thing. Uh, you know, like when it comes to revival, again, like a mass, you know, like uh, groups of people coming to Christ. Um, because here's the thing. Revival is exalting God, exposing sins, and it is exchanging who has the say in our lives. Not everyone's going to like the, the message. So we rely on God. We take refuge in God. Number 14, integrity and uprightness is the thing that preserves us like a sandwich uh, bag preserves a sandwich, you know, chew on that for a moment. <laughs> That's a pun intended there. Um, <laughs> and then number 15, re- the redeeming of Israel and like praying for Israel, actually specifically the children of Israel, very specifically, then being ready for revival for Israel and the Gentiles are the ones that have been grafted in to the family of God. All right. So that is the first thing. What we often see in revival here now is the pattern of to whom and how our world revolves around when it comes to revival with the personality of prayer. Okay. In short, the personality of prayer is this, that it's personal. Mm, Wow. Super cool. But it's actually super powerful because here's the thing. It's you and God. It's us and God. So we will see when we pray, there is me, there is you as in like God. And so it's personal. That's the personality of prayer is that it's personal. Uh, and then there's going to be 15 points with a conclusion here. Okay. So the first thing, and this is literally just kind of copying and pasting like from Psalm 25. Okay. As well as this stuff from above. So the first thing, to and and this is this is the psalmist like praying this so he says to you talking about to god 
my soul. In you, I trust. For you, I wait. Me, your, just talking about like, teach me your paths. Um, There's togetherness in teaching and walking. Togetherness. Uh, Number five, know your ways. And I made. In your truth, I am led. For you are my savior. For you, I wait. Remember your mercy and your steadfast love and your steadfast love. Remember me of your goodness. Remember me for your namesake um, as as you, Yahweh, live up to your great uphold as you, Yahweh, live to uphold your great name. Pardon my guilt in you. I take refuge and safe and then for you, I wait. So the psalmist is talking to God. <laughs> like It is personal. It is very, very personal. That is the personality of prayer. And I even think that should be the personality of worship and worship songs. It's, it's personal. You're actually talking to a person. So here's my conclusion about this, okay? God is our world. We direct everything toward him. Our world revolves around him. Not us, but him. That is revival, restoring the balance of who is at the center of gravity. Who is the center of gravity? And here's the thing. God is a person, a being that we can, that we can only through Jesus, can talk directly to. Now, here's the thing. We're not sending God an automated email or what we call prayer. And, and when he adopted you as his own child, read Galatians 4, He didn't put you on a chain email and he's not going to put you on a waiting list for you to speak to him. I heard it put this way in the idea of being uh, able to ask God for anything at any time. The only person who would dare ask a king at three in the morning for a glass of water is the king's child. He is a person. He is the king and he is our father. The, 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 the last section that I want to talk about, the last category you could say about revival um, is here's some truths that we can actually hold on to from directly from Psalm 25 um, that we can remember when we share about Jesus, when we share about the gospel. And this is 10 points. Number one, none who wait for God shall be put to shame. None. Number two, those who do wrong for no reason will be shamed. Number three, God is my salvation. As in, he be like that sometimes, but he be that all the time. (laughs) Um, Number four, God's mercy and steadfast love have been a part of him forever and will be forever. It's expected for him to be this way. Number five, Good and upright, watch this, is the Lord. He be that all the time. <laughs> he, he instructs sinners in the way. So we plant the, the, the water and seeds. He brings the growth, 1 Corinthians 3, uh, I think verse 6, or you know that whole chapter. Um, point number seven, he leads the humble in what is right, and bonus, teaches the humble his way. Number eight, your path will be steadfast love and faithfulness if you keep his promise and written instructions. 
It will be steadfast love. Come on, somebody. Number nine, God will choose the way you should go if you fear him. And remember, it'll be in steadfast love, faithfulness, and he's good and upright. So take joy in, in, in when God, when God is, uh, is choosing your way. And then number 10, lastly, he will save you from captivity or, you know, uh, pluck my feet from the net. We are freed in him. He will free us. That is, that, that, that is a truth that we can hold on to when we spread the gospel. And again, I have the notes uh, on that PDF if you want to look back at it or see it written out. And again, I just want to define revival once more. By Robert Coleman, the awakening or quickening of God's people to their true nature and purpose. And Charles Finney, the return of the church from her backslidings and the conversion of sinners. You want to see revival? Return the church from her backslidings and, and, and bring conversion uh, for the sinners. Or, you know, like bring Jesus, share the message of Jesus so that the sinners may be converted and be freed from captivity. Now I want to give you a practical way that we can apply this to our life um, and transform our life today. So how do we see revival? Simply, it starts with God, then we receive it, are transformed by it, and we share it with others. Or, or, or really, it should be like, it starts with God, then we receive Him, then we are transformed by Him, and then we share Him with others. Yet, if I may put it like this, we are real. We repent to God. We are rescued by him. We take the responsibility that God has given us. We run to righteousness. We rely on God. We remember. We keep the romance of God close to our hearts. We give respect reverence and fear toward our God, who is the King and Lord of all. And as well as these things uh, bring revival in and through us, next week is to take what, what has shaped us and then relay it with others. And what I did there is I used kind of all the weeks that we've been um, studying about and then boom. So we use all those in revival. So thank you for tuning in today. Um, I ask that if you find this helpful, share it with others and subscribe. Um, I release every Friday and I'm in the process of making my own website. That way we can be uh, connected and, and grow this to be something that people that can help people all over the world. Uh, again, that news alert, I have a Google Doc now with notes, uh, which is linked in the description below, uh, which you can take notes and print it out and have fun with. Um, I have that buy me a coffee account if you want to financially support this channel. And, um, and there was something else that I completely forgot. <laughs> um, so if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email me at zanequibitopodcast at gmail.com, which is in the description below. If this podcast has made an impact in your life, please feel free to email and or uh, write a review on the platform you're listening on. And lastly, if you may, pray for me that this may be fruitful and that I stay on the path God wants for me to be. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next area of Psalm 25 we'll be unpacking is how we can relay this revival. I'll see you next Friday. God bless.